Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. The Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, Chapter 9, Part 4 I saw then in my dream that Hopeful looked back and saw ignorance, whom they had left behind, coming after. Look, said he to Christian, how far yonder youngster loitereth behind. Aye, aye, I see him, said Christian. He careth not for our company. But I trow it would not have hurt him had he kept pace with us hitherto. That is true, but I warrant you he thinketh otherwise. That I think he doth, said Hopeful. But, however, let us tarry for him. So they did. Then Christian said to him, Come away, man. Why do you stay so behind? I take my pleasure in walking alone, said Ignorance, even more a great deal than in company, unless I like it the better. Then said Christian to Hopeful, but softly, Did I not tell you he cared not for our company? But, however, said he, Come up, and let us talk away the time in this solitary place. Then directing his speech to Ignorance, he said, Come, how do you do? How stands it between God and your soul now? I hope well, said Ignorance, for I am always full of good motions that come into my mind to comfort me as I walk. What good motions? asked Christian. Pray tell us. Why, I think of God and heaven, said Ignorance. So do the devils and damned souls, said Christian. But I think of them and desire them, replied Ignorance. So do many that are never like to come there. The soul of the sluggard desireth, and hath nothing. Proverbs 13.4 But I think of them, replied Ignorance, and leave all for them. That I doubt, said Christian, for to leave all is a very hard matter, yea, a harder matter than many are aware of. But why, or by what, art thou persuaded that thou hast left all for God and heaven? My heart tells me so, said Ignorance. The wise man says, He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Proverbs 28.26, said Christian. That is spoken of an evil heart, but mine is a good one, replied Ignorance. But how dost thou prove that? asked Christian. It comforts me in hopes of heaven. That may be through its deceitfulness, for a man's heart may minister comfort to him in the hopes of things for which he has yet no ground to hope replied Christian. But my heart and my life agree together, and therefore my hope is well grounded. Who told thee that thy heart and life agree together? My heart tells me so. Christian replied, Ask my fellow if I be a thief. Thy heart tells thee so. Except the word of God beareth witness in this matter, other testimony is of no value. But is it not a good heart that hath good thoughts? And is not that a good life that is according to God's commandments? asked Ignorance. Yes, said Christian. That is a good heart that hath good thoughts, and that is a good life that is according to God's commandments. But it is one thing indeed to have these, and another thing only to think so. Pray, said Ignorance. What count you good thoughts, and a life according to God's commandments? There are good thoughts of diverse kinds, said Christian some respecting ourselves, some God, some Christ, and some other things. 
What be good thoughts respecting ourselves? asked Ignorance. Such as agree with the word of God, said Christian. When do our thoughts of ourselves agree with the word of God? asked Ignorance. When we pass the same judgment upon ourselves, which the word passes, said Christian. To explain myself, the word of God saith of persons in a natural condition, There is none righteous, there is none that doeth good. It saith also that every imagination of the heart of man is only evil, and that continually. Genesis 6.5, Romans 3. And again, the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Genesis 8.21. Now then, when we think thus of ourselves, having sense thereof, then are our thoughts good ones, because according to the word of God. I will never believe that my heart is thus bad, said Ignorance. Therefore thou never hadst one good thought concerning thyself in thy life. But let me go on. As the word passeth a judgment upon our hearts, so it passeth a judgment upon our ways. And when the thoughts of our hearts and ways agree with the judgment which the word giveth of both, then they are both good, because agreeing thereto. Make out your meaning, said Ignorance. Why the word of God saith, replied Christian that man's ways are crooked ways, not good, but perverse. It saith they are naturally out of the good way, that they have not known it. Now when a man thus thinketh of his ways, I say, when he doth sensibly and with heart humiliation thus think, then hath he good thoughts of his own ways, because his thoughts now agree with the judgment of the word of God. What are good thoughts concerning God? asked Ignorance. Even as I have said concerning ourselves, replied Christian, when our thoughts of God do agree with what the Word saith of him, and that is, when we think of his being in attributes as the Word hath taught, of which I cannot now discourse at large, but to speak of him with reference to us, then have we right thoughts of God, when we think that he knows us better than we know ourselves and can see sin in us, when and where we can see none in ourselves. When we think he knows our inmost thoughts, and that our heart, with all its depths, is always open unto his eyes. Also, when we think that all our righteousness stinks in his nostrils, and that therefore he cannot abide to see us stand before him in any confidence, even in all our best performances. Do you think, said Ignorance, that I am such a fool as to think that God can see no further than I? Or that I could come to God in the best of my performances? Why? How dost thou think in this matter? asked Christian. Why, to be short, I think I must believe in Christ for justification, said Ignorance. How? said Christian. Think thou must believe in Christ when thou seest not thy need of him? Thou neither seest thy original nor actual infirmities but hast such an opinion of thyself, and of what thou doest, as plainly renders thee to be one that did never see the necessity of Christ's personal righteousness to justify thee before God. How, then, dost thou say, I believe in Christ? I believe well enough for all that, said Ignorance. How dost thou believe? I believe that Christ died for sinners and that I shall be justified before God from the curse, through his gracious acceptance of my obedience to his laws. Or thus, Christ makes my duties that are religious acceptable to his Father, by virtue of his merits, and so shall I be justified. 
Let me give an answer to this confession of thy faith, said Christian. 1. Thou believest with a fantastical faith, for this faith is nowhere described in the word. 2. Thou believest with a false faith, because it taketh justification from the personal righteousness of Christ, and applies it to thy own. 3. This faith maketh not Christ a justifier of thy person, but of thy actions, and of thy person for thy actions' sake, which is false. 4. Therefore this faith is deceitful, even such as will leave thee under wrath in the day of God Almighty. For true justifying faith puts the soul, as sensible of its lost condition by the law, upon flying for refuge unto Christ's righteousness, which righteousness of his is not an act of grace by which he maketh, for justification, thy obedience accepted with God, but his personal obedience to the law, in doing and suffering for us what that required at our hands. This righteousness, I say, true faith accepteth under the skirt of which the soul being shrouded, and by it presented as spotless before God, it is accepted and acquitted from condemnation. What? said ignorance. Would you have us trust to what Christ in his own person has done without us? This conceit would loosen the reins of our lust, and tolerate us to live as we list. For what matter how we live, if we may be justified by Christ's personal righteousness from all, when we believe it? Ignorance is thy name, said Christian, and as thy name is, so art thou. Even this thy answer demonstrateth what I say. Ignorant thou art of what justifying righteousness is, and as ignorant how to secure thy soul, through the faith of it, from the heavy wrath of God. Yea, thou also art ignorant of the true effects of saving faith in this righteousness of Christ, which is to bow and win over the heart to God in Christ, to love his name, his word, ways, and people, and not as thou ignorantly imaginest. Ask him if he ever had Christ revealed to him from heaven, said Hopeful. What? said Ignorance. You are a man for revelations. I do believe that what both you and all the rest of you say about that matter is but the fruit of distracted brains. Why, man, said Hopeful, Christ is so hid in God from the natural apprehensions of the flesh that he cannot by any man be savingly known unless God the Father reveals him to him. That is your faith, but not mine, said Ignorance. Yet mine, I doubt not, is as good as yours, though I have not in my head so many whimsies as you. Give me leave to put in a word, said Christian. You ought not so lightly to speak of this matter. For this I will boldly affirm, even as my good companion hath done, that no man can know Jesus Christ but by revelation of the Father. Yea, and faith too, by which the soul layeth hold upon Christ, if it be right, must be wrought by the exceeding greatness of his mighty power. Matthew 11.27 1 Corinthians 12.3 Ephesians 1, 17-19. The working of which faith, I perceive, poor ignorance, thou art ignorant of. Be awakened, then. See thine own wretchedness, and fly to the Lord Jesus, and by his righteousness, which is the righteousness of God, for he himself is God, thou shalt be delivered from condemnation. You go so fast I cannot keep pace with you, said ignorance. Do you go on before? I must stay a while behind. Then they said, Well, ignorance, 
Wilt thou yet foolish be, to slight good counsel ten times given thee? And if thou yet refuse it, thou shalt know ere long the evil of thy doing so. Remember, man, in time. Stoop, do not fear. Good counsel, taken well, saves. Therefore, hear. But if thou yet shalt slight it, thou wilt be the loser, ignorance. I'll warrant thee. Tis the gift to be simple. Tis the gift to be free. Tis the gift to come down where we ought to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right, twill be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right. <laughs>